Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, welcome to Quarren Pod. Quarren Pod Bud Pestilence. Bud Bud Pestilence. Bud Bud Pan. Bud, bud pandemic. pandemic. Bud Pandemic. I like Bud Pandemic. That's good. Yeah, let's do let's do Bud Pandemic. Um, Buddemic. Hello, listeners. Um. <laughs> uh, we are we are speaking to you from our separate homes because uh, I am in isolation. <laughs> yeah, and um, what's really funny is uh, that um, the last episode. We were very, very relaxed about coronavirus because it was recorded <laughs> two weeks ago in one go with the episode before that. And yeah, because it was a big, a big, a big double farter with Adam Hess. Exactly. And um, I was going, "Oh, it'll be fine." You, you were, you were avoiding news about it completely. I just thought, "Oh, whatever. This is going to get sorted out." And yeah, it'll be like it'll be like SARS or MERS, you know. It's it, it's really bad, but it's going to be like airports being closed, and then it'll be fine. And here you are eating humble pod, <laughs> a slice of humble pod. Here am I, uh, having completely lost my entire sense of taste and smell, which is true. But you 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 have like a, a snotty thing, right? Well, I ha- I definitely have a flu. I don't think it's the flu because it's nothing to do with my lungs. Yeah. But that's not necessarily going to happen. It's some people are very asymptomatic, so I don't know really. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely been I've definitely been ill, and it's definitely been shit, and I definitely can't taste or smell anything. Mm, um, that doesn't sound. But like I really, I really can't smell. Like I sprayed cologne all over my wrists to to test it, <laughs> and I held it I, I held it right up to my nose. And I was like, <laughs> I was really smelling. What a, what a, d- and, dan- uh, what a dandy-esque way to check in on your <laughs> to health. See if I have, to see if I have consumption. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I, 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 I sniffed and I could feel in my nose the alcohol evaporating, making it tingle. And that was it. Right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you only have like actual senses, like feeling of yeah, motion, and I can, yeah, yeah, and I can taste sweetness, sourness, bitterness. The obvious ones. Um, yeah, the the idiot taste. <laughs> no umami yet. <laughs> no, no, I haven't tried soy sauce, but I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure Seaweed it'll be is good. nothing to you, right now. <laughs> I can only taste like the way that a cretin would taste. <laughs> um, well, that's fun. So you'll be having like school dinners again, and like fish fingers. And- just everything tastes like paste. I, I, I'm trying to say it to myself, like, well, if everything tastes like paste, then you can eat really healthily. Because <laughs> there's literally no advantage to eating a pizza over plain steamed broccoli. Yeah. It's the same. You can eat like a, 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 an astronaut now. I could. I could eat like an astronaut. I could probably be like one of those circus people who eats a whole bicycle. <laughs> a lot of iron. Uh, yeah, and and for once, I wouldn't be picking up any of the wonderful subtle bicycle flavors. <laughs> how long? How long have you been in um, isolation now? 
Uh, how long have I been in isolation? Probably like six days. Okay. Five. So you're just about to break. I th- I think so, yeah. And then like, well, my my whole life schedule has gone so weird, Phil. Because, so what was supposed to happen was, um, I was supposed to at the end of this week go to Melbourne for the International Comedy Festival for, for four weeks of sun, sand, and and sloughs. Yep. Um, <laughs> Sun, 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 sand, and sniggering. Sun, sun, sand, and sniggering. And instead, that's all been cancelled. Everything's cancelled. Yeah. All the gigs I was going to do have been cancelled. Yeah. Uh, Macanthleth Comedy Festival, that's just been cancelled today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cancelled. Um, I imagine the various family holidays and theater soho theater runs i'll be doing this year those feel like they're going to be canceled so her theater certainly shut its doors now and mm. i lost yeah my i lost my sense of taste and smell and a close relative recently which you know about which is so it's been a busy time for losing things for me phil yeah good lord i'm sorry to hear that <laughs> um yeah when yeah, it rains know. it pours it's, well that's it and 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 again it's that thing of like you know, you you and I are losing a lot of money out of this, but we're not even the worst off. Good lord! Oh my gosh! Not Good lord! I'm I'm in a pr- Good lord! I'm f- I mean, my my work is not so much cancelled as postponed indefinitely, which you know it might effectively be the same thing, but um, currently is not. Uh, but you know, I'm fine. But there's people. I don't know how some people are going to manage. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's. If you're listening to this pod buds, we wish you the very best with this genuine end of the world. Like I kept thinking, um, if I was who I, I was speaking to someone recently, and and they they said exactly what you said, Phil, last time about the thing where it's like uh, 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 in the in the disaster movie. Yeah. And how it was like now it was like the start of a zombie one where like you flick through the channels and it's like. An incre- a huge increase in outbreaks and if people are advised to stay in their homes aim for the head you know? <laughs> like every time you switch the channel it's a different newsreader actor telling you something about the zombies Yeah. except now Phil with all the looting and hoarding the zombies is us the zombies was us all along the, we, the, we were the zombies we made along the way <laughs> gosh yeah it's I mean, this could either be like a feel-good Richard Curtis movie where everyone comes together and we all discover what truly combines us all as humans, or it's going to be twenty-eight days later, and it's hard to know which one's going, which it's going to be yet. How much faith do you have in the human spirit, Pierre? I've never asked you this. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never asked. You um, this. that's okay. Uh, how much faith do I have in the human spirit? Uh, what, like, just to sort of, just in terms of basic endurance? Endurance, decency, compassion. Um, endurance, like, 100%. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, just look at history. Yeah, that can can sometimes go directly against compassion, though, can't it, endurance? Yes, that's true. I think I'm going to, like, uh, pretend to have thought of this but really i'm just kind of vaguely remembering a, a john gray book mm-hmm. uh like the compassion and and kindness and so on is is really really high and I, I have a lot of faith in it until until literally everyone has a gun in their mouth 
and then then everyone just behaves like animals but like it's so extreme it has to be like a death camp level and even then people are still intermittently kind so yeah yeah it just it just depends really and it depends like oh it's quite funny that often you'll find that like the people who are going maddest and like looting are the ones who took the longest to convince it was serious and maybe they were skeptical because <laughs> yeah like <laughs> they're the ones who like up until the second that they're shooting someone in the head for toilet roll they were going oh it's all just a bloody spring cold i'll go to the pub if i feel like it yeah i mean that's essentially what donald trump is right he was like eh, it's, it's a hoax there's no there's no virus and then and then <laughs> when people started buying too much toilet paper he said no one's allowed in no my house no one can come here <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's basically a lot of guys going like ah there's nothing to worry about while they very silently load a revolver yeah they just go well I'll sort myself out but you guys don't worry yes <laughs> I mean that was kind of us a couple of weeks ago but now well we least... weren't even sorting we weren't even sorting ourselves out we'd be Lural kings by now if we'd been that cynical yeah we'd be the, the we'd be the head of the uh, London L- Lural gangs. That's right, from- the new London Lural. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new uh, Peaky Blinders. The paracetamol, the paracetamol militia of Holloway Road. <laughs> Sneaky wipers. Sneaky wipers. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching the latest episode of Sneaky Wipers. <laughs> I'm the prince of toilet town, yeah? I mean, you want these fucking shit tickets, you're going to fucking pay for them. <laughs> I mean, if if we if anything we have this podcast has prepared all our listeners for this very outcome, talking about Lou Roll, Poo-in, and yeah. and jacking it, which people are going to be doing a lot of now. That's true. We we've we in a way. So yeah, exactly. D- different types of shitting. They they are now our listeners are fully aware of the full r- human range of poo types. Like the huge rainbow of poo that's possible out there. <laughs> um, and they taste are the prepared rainbow. to keep taste the rainbow. <laughs> they are prepared to keep jacking it at all costs. Um, and also uh, our long our discussions of video games and the noises they make. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and go, and if going you to have bed to self- pod, staying, spending a lot of time in bed pod. Spend a lot of time in bed pod. <laughs> uh, if you have to self isolate, Phil, as I'm sure we all will, broadly over the next months and months, apparently. Uh, what? Talk talk me through your most diverting activities. The things to the things to stop you looking out the window and seeing all the zombies shuffling in the street below. Mm. Well, it usually would be cooking, but I guess I'm going to have to devise a whole new repertoire that requires only plain rice, soy sauce, and um, sardines. Well, that sounds all right. You could. I, I trust that you could figure something pretty good out from that. I mean, there'll be a lot of baked beans. Which you'll be oh, the here. devil, the devil. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this is when your chickens have really come home to roost. Your 
bean bigotry <laughs> is finally biting you in the ass because it's all that you'll have. So. To be fair, if I if I have lost my sense of smell and taste permanently, then I, that will remove some of the main barriers to baked beans being enjoyed by me. Well, exactly. If everything now tastes to you like a sticky mush, and tuck into the the BBs. I don't. Yeah, the, the old BBs. It's the it's the it's the saline like quality of their sauce. I've always hated in my mouth. Yeah, you'll still have the texture to contain. Yeah, that will be a problem still. I think. Um, they will be like a badly cooked yeah, egg. Ex- ex- yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. A thousand times, yes. Um, yes, I, I. You have to start cooking. We'll all have to start cooking and eating a lot like we're in the Viet Cong. Up a tree. Up a tree, uh, <laughs> and and uh, at night so no one can see the smoke. Uh, in the helmet of an American soldier we've killed. Those are the ways now, Phil. Um, um, how, if 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 martial law does descend, how well do you think you'll be all right? Um, I think I think so. I think there's there's a perverse part of me that would almost prefer martial law to trusting the British public to regulate themselves. Um, because mm. the British public love a a, a a bobby a bobby on the beat. The the, yes. the only thing they love more than a, a bobby on the beat is one of our brave boys. And so if they do end up sending like military police like MPs uh, around the place, then like. I don't know. The the British character seems to be so obsessed with you know how because like during Brexit everyone was obsessed with the Blitz and obsessed with trying to overcome something horrible. Those mm. people's dreams have just fucking come true. <laughs> they must they be really so are. excited, like oh, all the food's going to be bad again, and we won't be able to go out to the pub, and oh, it's gonna it's, there's going to be soldiers telling us to to move rubble, and that will be good. It's that very strange and quite uniquely British conjunction of uh, a protective love of their individual freedom, but also a reverence for authority. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a big, bald, angry, drunk man out in the street screaming, It's my right to go into this closed Tesco as he tells a policeman well done for beating the shit out of him. You know what I mean? Like, Good on you, boys. Oh, it's my right to be here. Nice one there. Oh, oh you really got me in the grind that time. Oh, but uh, my right. You know, yeah, exactly. People here, people, the British love their rights, but they also love the police. I, I, I People look at China and... And Japan and South Korea and Hong Kong, and they go, we should do that here, forgetting somehow that the British do not have the choir discipline. See, I see. I think that um, they did a big survey. I saw it was the Telegraph or the Times or someone, and there was like eighty-three percent of the public like are in favor of rationing. Like the British. <laughs> what does that mean? Do, do, do those people even know what that they, means? They, look, the British public are desperate to have someone kick them with a big black boot. They want it. They yeah. they they want because they 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 think to them. They're all dirty little boys and dirty little that's girls. That's right. They're <laughs> dirty. It's a, it's an, it's the island of dirty little boys. Oh, kick me with your boot. kick me with your big your big oh, boot. I put a big crown on the boot. <laughs> but but also like they, th- I think there's a part of the psychology, and I think I have this where you think, well, I'm happy enough to cue 
while a soldier tells me I can only have four loo rolls. Like, I don't care about that because I'm still getting more than enough loo rolls. But what I like is the idea of, of an imagined cunty neighbor being bullied by the army and having to be ashamed of their greed. <laughs> and that's what everyone thinks is that, oh, yeah, but I'll be fine. All those other fucking shitty little cunts will have to obey now. And it's that kind of impulsive of, of temporary street behavior level uh, uh, authoritarianism. This is mm. most authoritarian. Oh, yeah. I'd, we, again, we've been preparing everybody. Yes, this is it. This What's your most authoritarian thought? They should stop people congregating in groups of more than 10 immediately because otherwise everyone's <laughs> going to die. Oh, God. I think they've done that in Denmark. I think it's... Is it Denmark now? With Gr- Gatherings of 10? We're the only European country apart from North Macedon that hasn't uh, stopped people <laughs> stopped people from going to like restaurants and clubs and bars and things. Oh, really? Yeah, everywhere else has done it. Or at least told people not to. It's, it's we're, we're a bit behind the curve, I think. But Well, they, they have told people not to here, but in such vague terms. Yeah, but Boris Johnson's going like... Uh, they might as well not have. Yeah, oh, I, I, I think it would be unwise, so try not to. Um, okay, bye. <laughs> Here's, but, I mean, that's, the thing is, because they now have daily briefings yeah. where we all tune in, like... <laughs> the two-minute hate and <laughs> the, two, the two-minute cough. <laughs> the two-minute cough. We tune in as as uh, Big Boris uh, <laughs> and his his two advisors, who I think will have creepy cults built around them within a matter of yeah. weeks, um, like creepy death cults built around these men. Because they can update us every day. They can sort of fine-tune what we're doing, right? So they can go one day, uh, probably you shouldn't go out to a restaurant. And then the next day they go, oh, you're a bit of a dickhead, actually, if you go to a restaurant. And then the next day, is like you can go to a restaurant, but the waiters will all punch you in the nets. Yeah. And then they go, okay, no more restaurants. So they can do it like day by day, right? So Yeah, that's true. Isn't that what's going on? Maybe that they start with a suggestion and then they're going to ramp up the severity. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's that, like, planned out it just i'm uh, i'm annoyed at boris johnson because like what's the point of being like a horny power hungry sociopath for your whole life and then mm. you finally become the most powerful person in the country uh in in actual direct terms um and you're yeah. finally there and you're you're fucking your weird girlfriend uh <laughs> in, in number 10 and it's great and then you, this big pandemic happens, and the actual public, over eighty percent of them, are just like, "Make it the war again," just like your hero Winston Churchill, kick us with a big well, boot and it. make it the war, and he won't do it. Is isn't it his dream though to to face a Churchillian challenge like this? Exactly, and it's, to come out of it victorious. It, this, this is his wet dream. Well, this is it, but he's not behaving like it is. He's kind of fumbling around and he's letting his own dad go on TV this morning with Philip Schofield and go, well, I'm still going to the pub because I'm thick. Was his dad on TV? Yeah, and his dad's like 79 and he's like, well, of course I'll go to the pub. And it's like, great, this is doing really well to spread the right information. Thanks, Philip Schofield, you fucking cunt. Imagine if Boris Johnson's dad was all part of a highly choreographed plan of they've made they've done all the calculations and they go well if my dad goes on um breakfast tv 
and tells we, we've calculated there are this many idiots in the country and my dad will get them out and that's just the right amount of number of people we need to get sick to get to this point by june <laughs> you know am i maybe i have too much faith in in those experts All right, darling, you want a fucking Barocca, do you? I've got a van full of Barockas right here. Fell off the back of a van. Not this van, a different van. I'm aware I've said the van word too many times. The word van, I mean. But um, I, the, these Barockas, they fell off the back of a van. And I picked them up and I put them in this van, which is my van. And I brought it here to the alleyway to sell the Barockas. Yes, vitamins? Yeah. She, oh, she's gone. Oh, I spoke about the logistical chain too much. People aren't interested in where it comes from, if anything, that makes them more suspicious. Oh, how likely is it that it fell out the back of a van, they must say to themselves. Oh, dear. Oh, it's hard working in the black market as a spiv. That's the other pandemic, is there's a pandemic of a, a certain kind of comedian, but also a certain kind of person in general who's now becoming like Mr. Coronavirus Conspiracy Theory. Mm. Know, and they're starting to go on Twitter and be like, uh, well, I've done three seconds of searching Facebook posts on my aunt's account. <laughs> and here's what I reckon about this uh, disease and the secret uh, government plan to do this and that and whatever. It's uh, I, if I see that. Oh, if you, if, it's, it's never been a better time for misinformation. It is. This will be looked back on like this is the the equivalent of this the swing in twenties for misinformation. You know, <laughs> yeah. people go, "Oh, were you around in the misinformation era, the golden era, the golden year of of lies?" Yeah, there'll be all, and, there'll be old people going, "Ah, oh, I, I could tell a lie." And, a million people, people would believe it. Share it, yeah. Have you seen there's a lot of misinformation being shared about, like, you can kill coronavirus with lemons? Lemons, yeah. It's But it starts with a Facebook post, and then I saw footage today of taxi drivers in Uganda, like, cutting up lemons and, and washing their hands and faces with them, and it's like, that's how far this can go. <laughs> just you're just gonna sting your eyes for no good reason you're gonna have great you're gonna... now now i've got a terrible cough and my eyes are red <laughs> to shit i'm gonna die of coronavirus and smell like a clean tiled floor <laughs> it's it's listen bud pod 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 buds if you're listening if you see anyone spreading disinformation if you know them tell them to stop and if you don't fucking block them honestly just yeah. just delete them from your life because those people are those people are like the people during the Blitz who who would be like the the bombs are only falling on Catholic houses or whatever. <laughs> Pieces of shit. Yeah. Oh god. Do continue to listen to our podcast though. Where yeah. Everything is thoroughly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where, where everything is everything is fact checked uh, three times by three independent academic researchers, like at the New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all our podcasts are peer reviewed. Uh, among the other podcasts, yeah. we all have to submit our podcast to the others. Yeah, um, we have to. Yeah, we, we have to send this to off menu, and <laughs> yes. my dad wrote a porno, and then they listen to it, and then they get back to us. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, exactly, we get feedback from uh, from a caster, and uh, I don't know enough about my dad Alice, wrote a porno. Alice Levine. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. 
Oh my lord. Uh, so what are you what are you going to do to distract yourself, Phil? Are you going to play video games? Are you going to be a video games boy? Um, yeah, I was looking forward to playing video games and then realized, oh, well, of course, now my sister who lives with me is working from home all the time, so I don't have uh, the living room to myself. So I'm going to, fortunately, I was very lazy about selling my little TV in my bedroom. So now I still have it. Yes. So I'm going to bring my little PlayStation into my room and be like a 16-year-old again. Yes, yes. I'm going to play I'm going to play Untitled Goose Game. Oh, uh, Yeah. And I might get Death Stranding, which now seems particularly uh, prescient. Yes, uh, I'd be interested to hear what you make of Death Stranding. Have you played it? I have played it. Yeah, it's um, it's really have you finished it. I've not finished it. No, I, my my okay. my flatmate uh, bought it, and I had a I had a go, and I watched him. Oh, yeah. I watched him. It's very hypnotic to watch someone play as well. Um, and it was it was very engaging, and then it it gets to the point where. It's got quite an interesting storyline. I don't know. I think it's. It, 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 I, I'm fascinated to see which people get to the point with Death Stranding where they have an existential collapse and they realize that they're just simulating being a postman. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, uh, you could download GTA and just drive around obeying all the traffic lights. That's fun. I already. Oh yeah, I think I have the GTA somewhere. Uh, what else? What else? I have a I have a lot of books. Can't wait to not read those. I have a huge pile of books. Even. Yeah, I've, I think. I reckon if I get if we if we get through this and I've still not finished the books in my house, I think I just have to conclude that I don't like reading. <laughs> I mean, how much how much more of an opportunity can a person be given? <laughs> if you go outside, you will die, or people you know will die. Read these books. No. <laughs> um i'll take my chances bye uh, i've been scrolling through the twitter content gambling machine all day i don't have time for books <laughs> i think i think if you come out the other side of this and you still haven't read all those books you have to eat the books yes okay that's good that's good that's good that's your incentive if you if you go like well it's either going in my brain or in my stomach <laughs> <laughs> uh what about you? What are you going to do? Um, I also have a big-ass pile of books. Um, mm -hmm. I have a big-ass pile of books. Uh, I just had a, I just got a new laptop, um, and I just bought Civilization VI. So that's a good 10,000 hours Ooh. of my life in the toilet. It's, Phil, it's so beautiful. The game is so beautiful. It's a, oh, it's a beautiful game. It's so nice looking. Great. So pretty. Uh, Can't wait for the... Uh coronavirus dlc yes exactly <laughs> i think playing civilization 6 is good though because when we rebuild society i could be like yeah we need to harvest the diamonds diamonds are good <laughs> they give your civilization a bonus or whatever the fuck um hey how's the how's the isle of man doing right now is it is it an effective quarantine zone uh they've anyone who arrives on the isle of man two weeks isolation immediately uh, and they've cancelled the TT races, which is like the event of the year. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. completely cancelled it, and they should because if 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 it if it gets to the Isle of Man, like the Isle of Man healthcare system is not ready, and it has a very old population, and like it, it would be mm. so 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 bad. And so my parents were supposed to come visit me in London as well, and they can't do that now. They're stuck there uh, in the house, but that's okay for now. Um, it's all yeah. it's all getting very yeah, it's all getting very crazy actually. Um, it's all getting a bit real. It's all getting a bit real. I might start like I might genuinely start. I had this idea. Did I tell you my YouTube idea? 
um, that you were going to come up with YouTube, and then and then they beat you to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But aside from uh, you know, because they came into my dream. And- I remember years ago you were saying, <laughs> "Phil, I've got this amazing idea for a, a, a cinema in the clouds." And I'd say, you're crazy. And you said, anyone can put their videos and movies up. And I said, get back in your cave. I remember. I remember. I I grabbed you by the lapels and I said, no, Phil, listen. An ordinary, unemployed, middle-aged man could start watching videos of interesting car crashes. And by the end of the day, he's a Nazi. (laughs) It's going to be brilliant. Um, I might say... that one didn't work out. So, what's your what's your new new uh, no, your your novel YouTube idea? Um, because you know how I I I do I can do drawings and art. Sure. I might try and do my own like Bob Ross thing. Ah, yes, that'd be fun. Yeah, I just film myself doing little horrible doodles, but talking about them in uh, as soothing a way as Bob Ross. So just like, uh, and then we'll just uh, we'll draw him with his head exploding. That's nice. That's good. Just things like that. <laughs> like, yeah, really calm. A really calm uh, narr- narration over really horrible images. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that could be fun. I mean, I, I literally have nothing in my diary, thanks to these cancellations, for the next five weeks, six weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything for... Yeah, I mean, my whole... Tour. I'm still. I'm not, not sure what's happening. Still waiting yeah. for. So so her, so her theatre run. So many bud pods have bought tickets for that. Thank you. But uh, we'll uh, see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get really good at push-ups. <laughs> Once I get better, I'm going to start doing a, a, a guy locked in a prison cell level number of push-ups. Can you imagine if we didn't have the internet right now? Jesus, I mean. Can you imagine? What on earth? It should be the end. That would be the end. We'd read the dictionary? A lot? I mean, even like people wouldn't be able to work from home. You you can order a delivery of anything. Uh, Yeah, it'd be insane. You'd have to be on the phone. You'd have to be like calling Uber Eats on the phone. Wouldn't even be. I mean, I guess that's fine. It wouldn't even be Uber Eats. You'd have to be like calling the actual place. Every restaurant has to have one delivery driver now, etc. Mm. Um, and also, like, the government would have to ring you with like a government phone call. You know, yes. you know, with the information, they'd have to pick it up. It would be like this is like beep boo. It would play the emergency tone. <laughs> beep boo boo. This is the government. Stay in your fucking house. Imagine Boris Johnson had to personally call everyone in the UK. Stay indoors unless you don't um, want to. Yeah, the, I mean, that was a crazy thing about his announcement yesterday. I mean, Podbuds, by the time you hear this, I'll be another. But the, in the last one, he said, um, if, if you're showing any symptoms, uh, or if you're in a household, quarantine yourself for 14 days and don't leave, not even to, um, except to get essentials, or maybe not even to get essentials, but you can leave if you need to do some exercise. And he's like, what? <laughs> it's okay to leave to do exercise. Yeah. Yeah. How? How? What, what kind of policy is that? 
also, it's like, it's, also, like if you were imagine you're running around like coughing, <laughs> and the police are like, "Oi, should you be out?" And you just instantly start doing squats, and they're like, can't, "Can't touch him." <laughs> also, it's like, uh, well, the one thing when I have a respiratory illness, Phil, and my lungs are collapsing in on themselves, I need to go for a jog. That's all that will keep me sane. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's amazing that like he can stand on a podium and be like, uh, "A lot of our family and relatives are going to die." Uh, this is the most serious thing since the war. We are at war. Uh, but don't worry about it uh, if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> that's okay. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think it's fine. Do you, do you trust the, the the two chief the chief medical officer and the chief scientist? The, the medical officer does seem nerdy enough that I trust him. They 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 like a good they they look they look sort of yeah trustworthy I suppose. But then like they can't say anything without Boris Johnson saying that that's what they're going to say. So they're still kind of like mm. slaved to this fat horny sociopath idiot <laughs> um, every time you describe Boris Johnson you everything varies except the word horny he's so he's horny he's always horny <laughs> he can't stop coming in women and making children he doesn't even know oh, how many the, he doesn't even know how many there are hmm. how many how many kids well, how many kids do you have and are they infected with coronavirus that's the new question to ask him is that why he's not closing schools? Because he can't bear the thought of them all coming home. <laughs> Prime Minister, we really have to close schools. Um, uh, no, no, no. Um, no uh, the, the clever thing is to uh, allow some amount of spread. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's there going, uh, going out. Oh, the, the sheer number of beds that hospitals need um, is we don't have enough beds uh, in hospitals or in my house. <laughs> for all of the children to sleep in we're looking at what uh, experts call a Charlie Bucket uh, Willy Wonka scenario <laughs> all sleeping in a big bed <laughs> oh my fucking god so what are you going to do tomorrow on day 7 are you going to go outside On day- have, you, have you literally not been outside for a week um, I have been to the shops uh-huh. to buy essentials as per the government advice 
Yep. Uh, I might get my hair cut and I might shave my whole beard off. Why, yeah, why not? I'm not. So, I, I don't. So the virus has nowhere to hide. It has nowhere to hide on my face, and yeah. I don't have to be on stage, so I don't need to look like myself for fucking six weeks, which is more than long enough to grow my beard like one and a half times, twice. I don't know. Let's find out. Although you will look less intimidating for the um, um, Lural Gang trials. Uh, yeah, if, the, if if I have to face up against the sneaky wipers um, yeah. with a bare face, that's true. I'm hoping that if I do shave it off, I won't have to sneak uh, face up against the sneaky wipers for like four, three days, because like three day stubble's pretty good, look good for toughness. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Action, action hero stubble. Um, and yeah, and also, if I want to seem intimidating, I'll just, I just, I mean, I'll just cough. Yeah, of course. This, it's well. This is unless they're immune. This is the thing, right? Ah. People like Idris Elba currently has coronavirus. He's not showing symptoms, obviously, because he's Idris Elba. And <laughs> he's beaten up coronavirus. <laughs> obviously, Stringer Bell is not going to be coughing. Um, <laughs> all his antibodies are tiny Idris Elbas, just like <clears throat> they're just tiny loofers. Yeah, he's got a bunch of loofers. DCR John Luther, your fucking Nick son. <laughs> He's just grabbing one of those the coronavirus by the spikes and pulling them behind their hands and cuffing them. Uh, but now he's going to be immune. So, do you think like there's going to be an ubermensch culture around people who have had the virus and are now immune? Like who, we get like badges? Oh, like like. Uh... And uh, well, maybe it'll either be Ubermensch culture or it'll be like, uh, maybe it'll get so bad that the government will be like, if you've had it and you're immune now, you get to, you know, we're conscripting you to do all this work because you can't get sick. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like the guy pulling the plague cart in the Black Death. Bring out your dead because that guy's recovered from it. <laughs> oh, is that right? Well, like they didn't know that, but like... Uh, well, they just thought some people are magically invulnerable to it well or just some people just recovered from it like it, it you know it didn't kill everyone so some people would oh, be right. like uh, god that was a bad bout of plague oh anyway and you know that's who we're descended from of course gosh yeah. I, i'd love to be immune i would i would not be gracious about it at all <laughs> going around licking subway poles yeah i'd i i sort of hope that like whatever I've had is it, because then I'm done, like I finish my exam. I know, I know, but I have to say it doesn't sound like it. The trouble is that, like, there's a lot of conflicting information where, like, everyone else is saying, oh, it has to be respiratory. And then I, look, I got sent some World Health Organization stuff, and they were like, oh, yeah, a cough or, like, shortness of breath in, in 68% of cases. Mm. So that's like okay. two thirds. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Only time will tell. But, but, do you have a fever? I did have one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, hey, look. If we have to do another pod, bud pod, where it's like I'm, I'm doing it from hospital, and everyone's going, "Stop podcasting!" in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then you know that it wasn't it this time, and I had to get it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's what they're trying to do now. They're coming, they're trying to come up with a test to see if you've already had it. And they, yes. so they can spot the Ubermenches. 
Yes, and then you get to go around delivering fruits and vegetables to people or something. Or will you be excused from that duty because you could be spreading it without realizing? Well, uh, well isn't that once you're immune, you, you, you'll no longer actually be harboring the virus? You could spread it by contact, but not, not actually by, by carrying it? I, I, I don't know. I hope so. It, it all seems very vague, and I can't help but wish, Phil. Because I think if you become immune, then it can't, the virus can't reproduce in your body. Isn't that right? So then, Yeah. Well, they think, I, I, again, please, no one take this as <laughs> gospel. Well, well that's it. They, they think so, but like, we still don't even know enough about the virus to know if it will reinfect or if it's like other flus or, or anything. It's all just mystery time. And I, I can't help but wish, Phil, that the... the the Chinese government, when this first emerged in Wuhan in November, if you can believe that, November. Think about how not much, how how much this was not a thing in November. Yeah, that's yeah, when yeah, yeah. the Chinese government could have started dealing with this instead of punching doctors in the stomach, going, "You never saw no virus, see? Yeah." <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's why there's all those conspiracy theories about like, oh, the Chinese government made the virus to... Someone said, that a friend of theirs has said the Chinese government made the virus to suppress the Hong Kong protests. Wow. And I, and I was saying like, oh yeah, because the Chinese government's sitting there going, God, if only there was a simpler, more direct way of crushing dissent. <laughs> oh, we've, only... all got, we've, got, we've got all these guns and tanks lying around, <laughs> but I don't see what help they would be. Oh, God, if only we had big camps where we literally kidnap people and lock them up without any problems. Oh, well, have to make a big flu. <laughs> and, and put ourselves at risk yeah also where, where should we make the flu in hong kong where we're going to use it no <laughs> no let's make the big flu really far away <laughs> in our area and just jizz it around that'd be good god it's a good time for conspiracy theorists man is it ever like since ever since 2016 things have gotten really weird I was thinking this. They definitely have, haven't they? They've objectively, because oh, is it is it just a quirk of history that everyone thinks they're living in the most bizarre time? I don't think it is, is it? I th- I think it mostly is, but just not now, because like even now, loads of academics and medical professionals and historians are saying like, no, no, this is this is as epochal and and big as the Spanish flu in 1918, combined with the stock market crashes of all the previous mm. years, like. It's so many things happening at once. And there's an oil war. And, and, and refugee crisis. And, and, and global warming. Like, there's so many things going on. But, I mean, have you seen how, how, how much better the atmosphere is in, because, of, because of this virus? Have you, seen, mean, have you seen the Venice canals? No. The canals in Venice are clear and they're full of fish and loads of swans have come back. Wow, they look really? they look beautiful. They look like rivers from a tropical paradise. And the irony is, this this disease almost certainly originated in an animal. Maybe it's an animal conspiracy. <gasps> it's those fucking animals again. I told you we should have eaten them all. Right, if we we spared too many. <laughs> if you'd all got your shit together and eaten them all during Christmas, this wouldn't have happened. Every. Bean burger you've had was a nail in my coffin. <laughs> I hope you're happy, vegetarians. <laughs> Wait a minute. This tofu salesman is wearing a mask. Oh, who's underneath? Oh my god, it's a battery hen. 
<laughs> we would have, yeah, I mean, we would have got away with it. Caca! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the like how few flights there are now. God, I'd be I'd, if if BA folds after all the effort I've put into collecting points over the last couple of years. I will feel very silly. <laughs> the amount of hours I spend collecting fly, <laughs> air miles. <laughs> Useless currency. You'll be you'll be like some guy going like a oh this this drawer full of Zeppelin vouchers is useless. <laughs> I've been making fun of hoarders all this time, and meanwhile I've just been painstakingly accruing a virtual <laughs> currency that had little value to begin with, and probably none <laughs> at all by the time we're out of this. We we can all agree it's very funny what's happened to Bitcoin. Fuck! I was thinking the other day. Oh shit! What happened to Bitcoin? It's I mean, what, crashed the, again. Really? It's not done well out of this? No. I thought it would have done better out of this, because people are like, well, we need an alternative currency. No, everyone's just gone, uh, that wacky internet shit can go fuck itself. Where's the gold? Oh, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very God. much so. Sorry to any podbuzz out there with um, who have invested in Bitcoin. I very stupidly dabbled in Bitcoin for one week. Um, I think it became two, because I... I, I I was very hungover one day and I thought, oh, this Bitcoin thing seems to be a good idea. Uh, I guess I should try my hand at something I have no experience or knowledge in now when I'm really hungover and I feel sad and I've got a headache. And so I bought like I bought like a bunch of money's worth of Bitcoin at what turned out to be a peak in its value. Oh it then crashed God. in the afternoon. I lost a hundred and two hundred pounds in an hour. Oh my God. I thought, well, the good thing to do when you lost value is sell, right? So I sold it <laughs> and had a loss of two hundred pounds. And I thought, well, oh no, I need to make it back. So I bought it all back again. No. And I spent the next two weeks sort of buying and selling and buying and selling, getting zero sleep, looking at the value of Bitcoin every minute. Oh my and event- god! Eventually, over a fortnight, I got my money back. And actually made a profit of £35. Fucking hell, man. But it was not... If someone said, would you like £35 to have the most stressful fortnight of your life? I'd have gone, go fuck yourself. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I did. (laughs) No, you're like, my salary is £35 every two weeks as a Bitcoin trader. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, and the stock market's crashing and all this. This is definitely, like, we're living through one of the biggest, you know, historical events simultaneously ever like it's a very very it's a very very big deal yeah yeah um it's i i yeah i i I, i'm amazed that japan still thinks the olympics are going to happen and like surely not when i mean glastonbury's still scheduled to go ahead get fucked they're just pissing around waiting for the government to make them cancel it surely but I mean, at this point, with the rate of change, like three months ahead is a long amount of time. Yeah, but all the like, if have you seen that Imperial College London study that came out? No. It's bad, Phil. It came out yesterday, and it's why the government's changed its mind. Um, because it's based on all the new data from Italy, because Italy's the country with the most free, open data with a Western system similar to ours, and it's uh. The study is basically like manage, managing this is not going to work. Um, if we if we keep pissing around and letting people do what they like and ho- hoping they stay indoors and and kind of just live as normal, 
it's going to be like hundreds of thousands of of deaths not just from the virus hundreds of thousands but from like the beds being full you know mm, yeah. like the hospital being too busy and they said if we just move to uh suppression like everyone in your fucking house now then the peak will be you know july june july and it's going to keep deaths to around like 20,000 or below they hope so right, right. it's all changed like it, it's that's why so much more stuff's being cancelled today because it's just looking so deeply impossible and unlikely and even if it, it goes ahead no one will want to go right not exactly but all you can do at this point is wait for new information because new yeah yeah new info keeps going up but then i i was talking to i mean this is this is the problem there's so many conflicting sources um i was talking to a doctor who um who said that um, South Korea has the best results, and South Korea is pursuing the strategy most similar to us. So, I mean, it's, it's, the thing is, it's so unprecedented, and it, it it it's going to affect different countries differently. It's just so hard to know. And the the thing is, I think everyone's tempted to think that there is a correct answer. There isn't. Every single solution is going to have a different price to pay. So, I think it's it's not particularly useful to be going no this is the best answer this is the best answer i think you just have to uh, kind of like pick what you're willing to risk and go go with it yeah and just well just do what the just try like well i was gonna say do what the government says but i would say currently i would say be more cautious than the government is saying and like even if south korea is good like we're more similar to italy than south korea especially given that like our nhs was kind of on the verge of being overwhelmed every winter even without this so well at least we're out of winter now well that's the that's the good thing yeah, yeah. summer loving and um they've started human trials in america for a vaccine i think it's like unprecedentedly quick but yeah god be months it will be months oh my word oh boy maybe i'm gonna get real good at push-ups and drawing um and hey we'll always have podcasts we'll always have podcasts that's right you cannot stop bud pod imagine if we all emerge out of this the most well-informed well-read like we we, when people emerge from their homes in a few months we or years (laughs) we will know every single detail of every single murder of all time. <laughs> and we will have seen all of the funniest police videos. <laughs> and all of the... I mean, it is, it is time at last to catch up with everything. It reminds me of that... Uh, uh, do you know the... Um, uh, the Twilight Zone, the classic episode, Time Enough at Last. Yes, yes, for reading, yes. When um, this man never gets enough time to read and then he locks himself in a bank vault just as all the nuclear bombs hit and he's the only person left and he discovers the library and he goes ah, enough yes 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 i can finally read all these books and he sorts them all out and then he his spectacles fall to the ground and smash and he goes but it's not fair it's not fair <laughs> I, I finally had time i finally had time and then roger serling goes witness a man yeah um it's gonna be, gonna be yes, it's gonna be that glasses it's and also like to h- hope your internet doesn't cut out because this is an opportunity phil because i don't know if you knew this phil but kids say the funniest things but have we heard them all <laughs> that's the real thing 
Kids might say the funniest things, but do adults hear the funniest things? Let's let's write that wrong. Let's find out. Uh, but the real question, Phil, here, which we've both been ignoring, the really big question. You know what it is? Mm. Has, has anyone tried turning 2020 off and on again? Oh, no! <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming at all! <laughs> Shit! Uh, we God's sake! We haven't seen that anywhere, have we? No, I think... It's too serious I, for that horseshit. Yes, this has become serious even for those silly fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, what do you reckon? Should we read a correspondence? I mean, this is a... This is at uh, this time. I'm actually quite relieved that we have such a backlog Likewise. because we can read read correspondence from a simpler, happier time. Although it might not have felt like it. Ring correspondence. Uh, correspondence. So, um, correspondence. Tom. Tom with a th gets in touch. Thom. Hi, Tom. Thom. Tom Thumb. Uh, Tom Thumb. He's been in touch uh, before, and and he's a, a regular uh, tweet tweet friend. Uh, so he says, hello, friends, which is nice. Uh, That's nice. Just as Pierre sees jazz musician names everywhere, it's true, um, I have started to notice as yet unassigned euphemisms. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good, very good, yes. Particular hotbeds for these are the same kinds of stores you'd find classic tat for sale, e.g. out of... <laughs> <laughs> e.g. out-of-town budget home stores. Uh, here are three I found recently. I hope you enjoy them, and if you wish to assign them a meaning, go ahead. Okay. Uh, scatologically yours, Tom. Or Thom. Uh, also, no thanks for the chocolate block recommendation. It just tasted like wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Well, that's a shame. I, I, I assure you, Thom, it was very good wine. <laughs> you had very good wine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've lost my sense of smell and taste, so and I'm, now, of course. I'm now on Team Thom until it comes back, if ever. <sighs> uh, yeah, man. So, you, you, you can, that's the thing. You can buy very cheap wine now and it tastes exactly Oh, I could, I could just drink um, just ethanol and water. Uh, let's see. So here are the, uh, the, the euphemisms, Phil. Okay. The first one, uh, appears to be a pet care product and it's called fur lifter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you gotta look out for Greg. He's a real fur lifter. This bar's full of fur lifters. (laughs) What's a fur, what would a fur lifter be? Um, someone who... Has a kink for very heavy pubic hair. I was just thinking that, yes. So, like, male or female in any direction, the idea is, like, you have to lift up the fur to get at the genitals. Yeah, like like you're revealing a tropical cave behind some uh, verdant uh, vines. You know? <laughs> what, what, the kind of thing that's in the, like... Uh, uncharted or something. You know, yes. Push aside some v- not vines. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, I think, okay, so that's a fur lifter. Um, so, okay, the next one is a, is a cooking utensil. Mm-hmm. And it's called a yolkster egg poacher. A yolkster? Yeah. 
I don't quite see the euphemism there. A yokester. Um, I'm going to say it's a, a German prank. Unless a German prankster. A yokester, yes, of course, of course. Or um, someone who puts yokes onto cattle. Yeah, someone who, someone who, um, someone who regularly overburdens others. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He's a real yokester. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know he's going through a tough time, but he's been a real yokester about it. Yeah. He's like, I got my shirt too, you know? Yeah, <laughs> fucking yokester. Yokester. Uh, this one is is good. A, a wolf glider. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It, what is that in real it life? It looks like a kind of dog frisbee. Okay. A wolf glider. <laughs> a wolf glider. Oh, man. It, all I'm seeing is like a dog mortuary where they pull out you know in the mortuaries they pull out the bit from the fridge where the bodies are and uh, this is our, and, this is our wolf glider and there's a kid yeah there's a kid there and the doctor doesn't want the kid to get too sad or the vet doesn't want the kid to get too sad and the kid's like what's that oh well, this is just a, um, a wolf glider <laughs> it glides the wolf wolf into the, the, the fun wall into the fun wall where that stays forever now <laughs> What, and yeah. and what it's all like it's all done up in like colorful plastic like a kid's toy and as you pull it out the wall it goes like <laughs> <laughs> you're ma- that's that's giving me this horrible image of like a, a a dog in like a mortuary table but it's lying down the way a human would with its arms and legs straight yeah r- r- like flat on his back yeah, looking up yeah, with, yeah. with a sheet up to its neck yes exactly yes <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but it's but its arms are like by its side somehow, and its legs are down. And the the family is there to uh, <laughs> to identify the body. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, that's. <laughs> or it's yes, that's Mr. Speckles. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> it's just the CSI team going like, who would do this? Oh my God, a wolf glider. <laughs> I, I think a wolf glider fill would be a good euphemism for someone involved in a world in which you are very popular, which is pup play. Oh God, yes, I got tweeted by pup people, which was a kink <laughs> I didn't even know existed, and I wish I didn't know existed. They're like big vinyl, uh, vinyl pleather leather dog people. What's it made from? Yeah. Latex, latex. That's the the thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and they look like sort of kinky dog superheroes. It's very odd. They're, it's very odd. They've got, and but to be fair, their masks in the current epidemic look very enviably hygienic. <laughs> but they were, they were uh, listeners. They were complimenting Phil for his jumpsuit, mm. which is nice of them. Yes, but it's it's not. I won't say it's dog like in any way. I mean, you can see my dick and balls like a dog, but <laughs> that's where the comparison ends, really. <laughs> I don't know if they look that dog-like. I don't think I'd get them confused. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a lovely dog. Wait a oh, minute. Hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a horny guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you sure? Not again. Are you sure he's friendly? <laughs> um... Uh, okay, so... Yeah, what else? What else so, that was it. There was, there was uh, Wolf Glider was the last oh, okay. one. Um, thanks Tom that was very good Thom uh, Holly Thom, Holly gets in touch Holly very jolly very jolly uh, dear Phil and Pierre I'm composing this email at 4.30am 
Uh, after experiencing a very delirious okay thank you moment oh great a fresh okay thank you yeah I'm in my mid-twenties and living in a student flat so as you can tell my life has turned out just fine <laughs> uh, it's it's funny isn't it mid-twenties and student it's not that many years but it's a big gap it is a big gap but like so much so that I had thought I just thought there why what's wrong with that I guess it just means you're a mature student which and like the 25 year old when you're 19 looks like they're fucking 68. <laughs> a 25-year-old when you're 19 is like Gandalf. <laughs> uh, Smoking a long pipe and speaking in cryptic riddles like pay your taxes, self-assessment, things like that. Uh, so she continues, This evening some strangers had found themselves by some instance of sheer fucking luck in my flat and then decided to move the dining table from the kitchen to directly outside my bedroom door. That is odd. Mm. Like to, to, to trap her in. It's not clear why. To move it out of the way or to hang out literally outside her room and trap her. Mm. How weird. Uh, the core of my being wanted to tell them to fuck themselves sky high. But instead I opened the door, saw the table, made eye contact with the strangers that had boxed me into my own room and merely said, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Before they was helping yourself isolate. Yes. They knew. Yes. They knew. They knew what was coming before closing the door bewildered, did, she says. Keep, uh, Holly, did these strangers look um, Chinese, for <laughs> chance? Were they wearing terrifying gas masks? Um, <laughs> so she said, okay, thank you, before closing the door bewildered. Keep on jacking it for the love of God. Uh, oh, we will. Holly. Well, well, we won't have a choice. It'll be one of the few forms of exercise that won't require us to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, archaeologists in the future will discover all these skeletons. and The, the tear marks on the bones will suggest uh, a uniquely um, large amount of muscle mass around the right wrist. Yes, that's right. It's going to be like, wow, everyone's doing some really painfully hard high fives now that we're cured. <laughs> <laughs> Um, should we do one uh, more? One more. We'll, my my laptop's running out of battery. We'll, we'll, adding suspense and drama. We'll make it a long a long pod for the a, a long a long pod for the pod 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 and teen. Yes. Uh, George from Brixton gets back in touch. Bricks George. I'm, I'm almost certain. I mean, back in touch. Anyway, the the subject line is a poo poo belly amber story to share. A poo poo belly what? amber. Belly amber. Okay. Or a poo poo slash belly. Amber story to share. I'm not quite sure. Like code Amber? I think so. That's how bad the poo was. Okay. Unless it's about an American girl. Mm. Or his poo fossilized into a beautiful gold nugget. A beautiful gold nugget that can carry a static charge. Oh, really? Yes, and over 90%. And a mosquito with dinosaur blood. Yes, and we can bring them back and they can cure the virus. Um, <laughs> so he says, hey, butt squats. <laughs> very good very funny it's george from brixton hooray hi george love the show and thought you might like this scatologically vibrant story from my past uh, although it's nearly 10 years old it's all painfully true and it still makes my cheeks hot when i think of it but which cheeks um <laughs> hot hot bum cheeks of embarrassment you never know um uh i went up to visit a mate uh Wait, I went up to visit at a mate up north. What? I went to visit a mate up north at her uni for the weekend and enjoyed a number of poisons. 
I got up early on the Sunday to get my train back and boarded the train to London, sitting in one of those four-seaters, the poor man's VIP booth. Oh, lovely. Poor man's business class. Yes, please. I was enjoying a remarkably fresh head despite the rancid filth I put in me. Mm. This is what experts call a false dawn. this is good a lot of great terminology excellent work an elderly couple joined me at the table and the train set off but at that moment the previous night's blue wickets sambukas and the lancaster kebab not a euphemism (laughs) although that would be a good euphemism i hope thom enjoys that yes yes i want to add to the list uh so the blue wickets sambukas lancaster kebab all returned to the present the nausea hit me like an elephant gun filled with dog shit. <laughs> and I asked the lady if I could have her plastic bag. Alarmed at the sight of what probably looked like a sweating half-finished waxwork, <laughs> she emptied the bag and handed it to me. I immediately threw up in it. However, I hadn't realized it had four small holes in the bottom, which she pointed out oh, no. as the hot sick poured out in streams. No! Of course, in the corners there. Yes. To the best of my oh. abilities, I tried to plug the holes with my fingers like a clumsy bagpipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great euphemism, the clumsy bagpiper. Uh, so I, I imagine like a sort of a lint chocolatier sort of squeezing, the, <laughs> you know, those, yeah. those, those chef bags of cream. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a little twist of vomit on a cake. Um, and shuffled my way down to the toilets, vomit down my lap and dripping down my wrists onto the floor. I got into the toilet, uh, I got in, dropped the bag into the toilet and washed my hands. There was still evil in me. Above and so below, and my guts felt like a dying star. I needed a full body evacuation, so I dropped my trousers and sat on the toilet. It was like a primordial tar. A foul icor. I've always. I think it's icor. Icor. Mm. What's that? It's like it's like uh, essence or, or guts. Oof. The smell was quite astonishing and had me gagging again. I needed to get out, so I reached for the toilet paper and realised there was none. There was none at all. Prescient. Yes, very prescient. Again. There were, however, a few loose sheets on the floor. Oh no! <laughs> In various states of decay. Oh man, I have I have from in my lower moments eyed up jealously the uh, <laughs> the um, sanitary products bin. Oh yeah, you just think th- that's a that's an option. You think that'll be okay? That'll be right, okay. I'd, I'd rather I just I, use I, the white bits. <laughs> oh god, oh god, biohazard or what? So he says, in various states of decay, piss soaked and soiled, I peeled a couple of them up, scavenging what I could. And using every available centimeter, breaching the hull once or twice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> breaching the hull, fucking hell! Star Trek. Uh, 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 I did the best I could with what I could find, and I flushed the toilet. Unfortunately, the bag of sick caused a blockage. Oh, what you put? You put the whole bag. In? Yeah, he just chucked the bag of sick in the bog. Oh no! You mustn't put plastic in the toilet. <laughs> Unfortunately, the bag of sick caused a blockage that saw the bowl rapidly fill with this caustic gravy. 
kebab chunks and oily shit rose to the rim. Oh, fuck. <laughs> horrible, horrible. I wanted to cry and die at the same time. It didn't overflow, but it didn't recede. Mm, I couldn't bring made. myself to do anything about it. The smell was indescribable, so I just needed to get out. I washed my hands and opened the door. As I stumbled down the aisle, I could hear the other passengers comment on the smell. Mm. The flash yeah, sweat. Yeah, that's the worst. Everyone in the like a kid again. Everyone in the train going, Jesus Christ! The flash sweat on my pale face turned to a throbbing red heat as everyone looked at me. As I sat down, the old lady asked if I was okay and I wanted to cry. She bought me a can of Coca-Cola and some crisps and some water. Oh, that's nice. I spent the rest of the journey watching people open the toilet door, cover their faces, and go to the next carriage. (laughs) Well, it's a good way to get your free um, four seats back. Fucking hell. Well, I mean... God, that's everything. If if we hadn't had that incredible Nadir in the last episode, that might be one. Of, that that's 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 top five. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty bad. That's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, and and the and the and we we all have a story like that. Yes, from my uni days, and, uh, but uh, not, uh, not necessarily that. But bad. the detail of having well to harvest the the floor sheets. Mm. That's oh mm, yeah, peeling yeah, them off. And God. Um, that's some. That's like some end of communism shit right there. Yeah. So he says. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed it more than I did at the time. Big fan of the show, particularly Pierre's velvet baritone. Uh, Man, another compliment for Pierre's voice. Yes. I've still got nothing for mine. And Phil's gasping laugh. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, so please, please keep on jacking it, George. Thanks, George. We will do. Um, oh, I did. I uh, did forget something. We actually got a little extra message from the Caroline who shat her own pussy. Oh my God! Okay, I'm I'm fast running out of battery. Okay, there. so she ju- basically she just said um, she's overwhelmingly touched to hold the accolade of the Nadir. Yeah. And is very tempted to send well, the episode well. to all of her friends to claim the horror and glory, but is very conflicted about that. And she just says thank you for the very kind words about her writing, because she's also trying to do some more writing. Um, wow. And it's very Please good. Please do. Absolutely good enough. And she says, uh, my excellent boyfriend listened to the episode and simply messaged me to say, well, that included some details of which I was previously unaware. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In Bud Pod Veritas. In Bud in Pod, Bud Pod Veritas. Veritas. Well, that's the episode for this week. Good luck and stay safe, everyone. Stay not infected. Stay indoors. And 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 stay cheery where you can. And keep you know, jacking it for trite. God's sake. Yes, keep jacking it. We'll be here. We'll always be here for you. We'll see you all next week. See you next week, guys. Stay safe. Bye bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.